This won't end well for Illinois. Here's a three. It ended well. McCourt for the win. In the air. It is up. And it is good. Fourth and 16. Pressure comes. And Matt Orbebe with the ball in the air. Makes the catch. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Oski Talk. My name is Anthony Pasquale with Patrick Catazone. A lot to get into on this episode. I feel like I say that a lot, but this time we've got some really, really good news. So we'll get right into it on the front page. I'm not going to bury the lead at all in this episode. Andre Curbelo is back on the court for Illinois. He was Illinois' best player in the game against Purdue Monday on Martin Luther King Day, 11 a.m. start at the State Farm Center. Illinois fell in double overtime, 96-88. to It was quite the thriller. Purdue went on a 17-2 run to close the first half. They took an 11-point lead into the break. The second half, Alfonso Plummer and Andre Curbelo really got going. Curbelo made some crazy acrobatic layups to send the game into overtime, had a nice assist to send it into double overtime, but overall, Purdue was just a little bit too much for Illinois, 96-88 to the final, but let's start with Curbelo. That's a huge boost to have yeah, back. that's without a doubt the most important takeaway from this game is, is Andre Curbelo is back. Um, still, I assume, on minute restrictions, which is good. If you get him on minute restrictions for this Maryland game coming up, you might be able to get him full blast against Michigan State. I still think taking him off the bench is a good idea, which is what they're going to do against Maryland. And from um, here on out, it seems like. Brad Underwood yeah. met the media today and said kind of, you know, why would we not do that? It worked last year. It's worked this year. He he, His exact question was like, why would we not do that? Because some media guys think he should start? Yeah. <laughs> so he he's going to go with what works. And for Curbelo, the reigning sixth man of the year, it, it's coming off the bench. Yeah, and, and that's a great idea. Um and it really did sound like Curbelo, um, despite all the speculation, it was, it, it was pretty clear that it was it was headaches and, and issues with um, concussions, um, which there was some speculation it might not necessarily be, but glad to get that cleared up by, by Andre himself. Um, and it, it kind of makes you wonder why they don't just do more media availability for players like that. But I guess it's a risk. I don't know. To yeah, I mean like, – I mean, to clear it up, they were very unclear this whole time with, with where he was at. Yeah, because you usually don't say, you know, he's – what's the word they use when he's out and, and they don't know? Indefinitely. Indefinitely. He's right. out indefinitely for undisclosed reasons. What? Yeah. <laughs> like, no, he's out because he's got a concussion and he tried to come back from it in the four – so backing up all the way to the beginning, he got the concussion in the uh, exhibition game that I called – I remember he hit the floor. It sounded like a ball hitting the floor. He yeah. bounced off the ground, held his head, stayed in that game for just a little bit longer, and they end up winning by, you know, 30. And next time around, he played, missed the Jackson State game, season opener, then played the next four against um, Arkansas State, Marquette loss, Cincinnati loss, and Kansas State. And he was on a minutes restriction coming back from that concussion, but what he said to us today was that, Every single day he would get this 
splitting headache that he couldn't even be himself. So at that point, they said, enough. We're not going to try to play you with it. We're going to get you treatment. We're going to figure out what it is, and we're going to work our way back. They worked their way back. Um, he gets clearance, I think they said, about a day and a half before the Purdue game. Brad said, you've practiced one time, one and a half times. Um, we are not going to play you more than six to eight minutes. But he came out there and played great, played his ass off, 26 minutes. That's a season high. He yeah. hadn't played more than that in any of the four games when he was quote-unquote healthy earlier. But we know now then he wasn't, now he is. Set a career high in points, 20 to go with six rebounds and three assists, and it's really his heroics that kept the game alive. Yeah, and it him coming back is the perfect time to do it. I, I predicted, I don't know if I, I predicted how many podcasts. You did, you did. You said Purdue maybe game. we get him back for that Purdue game, and I was yeah. like, yeah, I don't know, I feel like. They'd get him back when – nope, Purdue game. Timing was right, and opponent was right, and that's why I felt like he was going to come back for that game. Um, no, no, There was no ne- like necessity to get him back earlier than this game, and that's why I thought it was a Purdue game. Um, I will say this. Could not be a better time for him to come back because I, in, in, in this game specifically, Kofi was beat. Non-existent. Non-existent. He's getting doubled way too much. Corbello opens the floor. Corbello's a guy who could pull a double, maybe three players in the paint, and kick it to Kofi, and Kofi could could get those points. Yeah. It is the perfect time for him to come back in terms of Kofi starting to lose a little bit of his production minutes, try that little bit of that wear and tear of the Big Ten. You add Andre Corbello to that lineup, we look a lot better. And, and I, I, I mentioned last week, struggling to create off the dribble. Andre Cabello create off the dribble. That's his definition. In every that's, situation. That's, his, that's him. Yeah. So add him to that lineup. We look much, much better. Um, he, everyone does. And and I, I don't be surprised if Trent Frazier con- continues to light it up because I think those two together still works. And, and we'll see how Alfonso Plummer works with, with Curbella. It worked out pretty well in this game. Yeah, Curbella, or excuse me, Plummer had a team high, actually game high, 24 points, made six threes, most of those in the second half. But what Pat alluded to and what was the big storyline of the game was Kofi Coburn being essentially non-existent. Ten points, five rebounds, broke his nine-game double-double streak, and he got two fouls early on Zach Eady, who is the Purdue center much improved from last year. He finished with 20 points, eight rebounds, and it knocked Kofi out for the majority of the first half. Second half starts. Within the first three minutes, Kofi picks up foul number three, and foul number four. So now he sits from that 16-minute mark down to like the eight-minute mark, came back in, played really tentative. Trevion Williams started going, getting going passing-wise. He finished with 14, seven rebounds, and five assists, which were all huge moments that those came in. That Edie-Trevion Williams combination was too much for Coburn. Yeah. You get into overtime with four fouls, and he tries taking a charge on the first play of overtime. Yeah. Tough decision from him. We always talk about how we never see him try to take charges. That was not the time to try, yeah. and he gets knocked out of that game. With him on the bench, you expect you know Omar Payne and Coleman Hawkins to step up. Well, Coleman Hawkins had the flu, only played four minutes. Omar had a technical foul, and you know Brad likes to sit guys when they get technical fouls, and he only played seven minutes. It was Benjamin Bosman's Verdonk. Four points, four rebounds, didn't light it up on the, in the stat sheet, but lit it up with 20 minutes of excellent defense yeah. on Zach Eady and Trevion Williams, yeah. which, you know, we're not in that game if Bossman's for Donk doesn't play yeah. that hard. I, and here's what I got to say to any Big Ten 
fan listening, any Big Ten team listening, if you are game planning for Purdue, don't game plan around your center. Not going to work. I here, Here's what I think. If you look through the past two games, um, Indiana, Illinois, for Purdue, Indiana loses that or wins that game against Purdue. You know how many points TJD had four? against Indiana? Four. Guess how many really? minutes? Guess how many minutes he played? You won't believe this. Uh, Kofi played twenty-two. I'm gonna guess less than that. Divided by two. He played eleven, 11. minutes. TJD played eleven okay, minutes. So don't game a problem yeah. because Zach Eady improved so much defensively. We were talking. We we're all talking about the offense defensively. And 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 I apologize to viewers that that have listened to this podcast. I got that completely wrong. Zach Eady's great on defense. Can force guys to take foul or to get fouls, take fouls, um, and get and them he, out of the game. And I'm not trying to be that guy, but he gets calls that Kofi couldn't dream of getting. Like Kofi yeah. gets hacked every time down, and we know that. And and he's dealt with it. They call it sometimes, but in this game, Kofi was getting. Fouls called on him defensively that weren't called for him offensively, and yeah. that hurts. It's tough for Edie too. I think officials have a hard time just because of his height. You talk about his elbows, like the dude. The dude uses his elbows. But what are you gonna What are you gonna say? He he hits someone in the elbow or hits someone in the face with an elbow. It's because he's seven four. It's he's seven four. That's like <laughs> that's his. That's where his his shoulders that's just are. Just where his elbow is. Right. Like, yeah. That's where his shoulders are. So when he's when he, when he's get when he has his hands shoulder high, like. That's a possibility. Do you call that, or is that part of basketball? It's hard to, to describe. So those are the calls that I think Illinois against Purdue aren't going to hit. If you are any coach in the Big Ten, though, with a big-time center, I'm talking Michigan, yeah, Illinois, Dixon, Indiana. Trace Jackson Davis, Kofi Coburn. They've got some guys, of the best centers in the nation. Yeah, tell your guys, screw the offense, be a decoy. Decoy for Zach Eady. And try and take advantage when when Trev is on on the floor because yeah. you can take advantage of him. Yeah, Kofi owned Trev, but yes. they just weren't matched up much together. Um, but that that is the way to to play score defense offensively. Right. Play defense against Edie. Be patient. Don't foul. Yeah, be patient. Be patient. Just put your body there. He'll kick it out. He's afraid of contact yeah. for the most part. Um, and then score when Williams is out there. Otherwise, you get in foul trouble, and and that's been Purdue's recipe. Um, and that's how they, they beat Illinois by eight there on Monday. Really good game. Probably one of the best we'll see in the Big Ten this year. But Illinois takes a, a hard-to-swallow loss in that one. But I think, you know, the two big things, your two best players are Kofi and Andre Curbelo right now. Well, not right now, but those are your yeah. guys, you know. And the fact that Kofi was hardly on the court, and Curbelo was eased back into action his first time playing in two months. We still don't know what this team can be. Yeah. And I think that's the silver lining on another tough-to-swallow loss. Yeah, and, and you know, I agree. Tough-to-swallow, but you learn a lot from this game. Curious how it will translate into Mackey. Um, yeah, that honestly, in a couple too, of weeks. I, I told you this before we recorded. You lose that Mackey game, all odds point to you playing Purdue – in the Big Ten tournament, whether that be in the in the quarterfinals, semifinals, or the finals, right? If you're, if you're Illinois, with the way we've been playing, and, and the way our schedule looks, if you lose that game in Mackey, it's hard to beat a team three times in a You'll row. You'll still have another shot at them. You have a really good shot at them, and at that time, we should figure it out. It should be a much more, I guess, even game. And this wasn't even game. Sasha, we forget also Sasha's 
Stefanovic, excuse me. He was the difference. Yeah. He had the best game of his career against us. I was going to say, we, we kind of well. touched a lot on Edie and Williams, but Jaden Ivey, I think, finished with 18, and 14 of them were from the free throw line. He did a great job getting our bigs into foul trouble beyond Edie, and he made us free throws. But Stefanovic was lights out from deep, and it was just because Frazier had to do so much work on Ivey, and Williams had to do work on Ivey. And you had to worry about the bigs. And the, the one guy that when you worry about everything else ended up open was Stefanovic. Yeah. Obviously, they switched sometimes, and Trent had him. And obviously, your numbers go way down when Trent is guarding you. But him finishing with a team-high 22 in that game, especially crucial threes, I think he made six, five or six threes, that was the difference. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And, and you shut down Jaden Ivey to the extent that you can. Yeah, I mean so he shot he like that, it, 20%. It was, yeah. I just it don't just think made a ton of free throws. Yeah. I don't think Sasha Stefanovic will have that good of a game against us again. Yeah. I really probably don't. not. Um I don't know if he'll have that good of a game in the his entire life. Year. <laughs> but like you said, tough loss there. Carry that momentum. You get Curbelo back a, a full couple of practices to game plan for Maryland at Maryland. Illinois hosted Maryland a few weeks ago on IO night. They won the game by 12. Io's jersey got retired. And now Illinois heads to Maryland um, to take on the Terps, who lost to Michigan earlier this week. It was kind of a blowout, so you know they're going to be angry now that they're back at home looking to try to win this game. Illinois coming off a tough loss as well. We previewed this team once before, but what what do they give you? Yeah, I, I want to say this, that I, I've been watching Maryland last the last week. And I will say this: I, I'm very impressed by Fats Russell's game. I, I'm yeah. We didn't even mention him much last time we they played, and um, I don't know if he's really just turned it on the last couple of weeks. But 12.4 points, four assists per game. Mm-hmm. Um, he he's been great for them as of yeah, late. He's a he's a great facilitator, and he opens up the floor very well. So I, um, I will say that credit to him. Um, the thing is, Maryland doesn't really give you a lot. Do they? They give you uh, fast. Russell does, and and kudos to him. He's a guy who who transferred into Maryland expecting a big year. Doesn't come. He's still playing hard. Yeah. Kudos to him. And it's his last year. I, he might have one more year of eligibility with COVID. Um, but kudos to him. Um, they give you Eric Ayala, who is underperformed. I I would say this year. Um, you know, a solid guard, forward guy. Um. Don't have a lot to say about him. This Maryland team is just kind of broken, right? Um, yeah, the, the coaching, you know, carousel. Um, like we said, they did play a couple weeks ago. Kofi, 23 points, 18 rebounds. Their primary offense is going to have from somebody, going to have to be from somebody not named Eric Ayala because that's the matchup Trent had. He scored 16. Hakeem Hart had 11. Uh, Fats Russell also had 11. And Donta Scott had 17 and 7 leading the way for them. Not much bench production either. So, yeah. I mean, it, it's a game that certainly favors Illinois. And that game, like we said, Kofi had 23, Frazier 16, Plummer 12, um, Hawkins 8 and 8. It was just, Illinois didn't play that well, and they still won by 12. A really strong second half from them was what it took to win that game. You're going to have to play harder against this team at their building. Um, no Big Ten place is an easy place to go, but especially going to Maryland isn't tough. This is a team that has kind of given Illinois some close games over the last yeah, four years. Of course. Um, they were ranked top three or top five at one point when they played Illinois, I think two years ago. But 
you know, that, that has swung a little bit. Illinois is the higher-ranked team. They should win this game. Um, it's going to come down to, for Maryland, you can't expect a ton out of Ayala because it's going to be Trent and DeMonte on him. Yeah. And, and they've done a great job shutting down opposing teams' best players. So can Fats Russell or Dante Scott step up and, and give you 20 because that's what it's going to take to win this one? Um, I'm going to say no and take Kofi getting back on track in a big way yeah. and Illinois winning this one. Um, let's go 78-70, to 70, about an eight-point mm. game. A little higher scoring than the last time they played, and I think Kofi redeems himself after the tough effort Monday. I like that score. I, I, I would say this, too, about Scott. Because we've talked about him a lot. I would say this. He's a guy who hasn't taken that next step. I think a lot of people thought he would take. Um, I said it in the last podcast, and I still think that range, uh, reigns true. Um, I, I like your score there, Anthony. I'm going to say Illinois beats him by another – I'm going to go 13-point margin. I okay. like the 13-point margin a lot. Um, let's go 69 to 58. Ooh, low scoring. That, 56, excuse me. Low scoring then. You yeah. can count. <laughs> um, so I, defensive I, battle at their place. Yeah, certainly. I think Kobe gets back on track enough, probably 18. Um, Curbelo. 18 and 10 probably from Kofi. Yeah. Maybe 20 and 10. Definitely we'll, we'll get back on that double-double track. By the way, he stands two away from tying the all-time program record for double-doubles. Yeah. He's at 39. 41 is the program record. Kofi's a guy. I mean, Kofi's already in the in the rafters. Yeah, he is. And also, he like literally has I to be hope in the rafters. Trent Frazier knocks off one of the criteria because he certainly deserves it. There's he, there's criteria. Gonna, the thing is, here's the thing. He here's could the do thing it like, in like 10 years, right? With Trent. Maybe. The thing is is like if you put in Trent, you have to put in Malcolm Hill. Yeah. They have similar production. Malcolm Hill better production. More efficient. Trent had the fifth year, but Trent's teams have been top, a little more scorer. successful. Right. And, and the other thing with Trent, um, with that fifth year, he's going to end up being, I believe, if his you know pace stands the way it is right now, top five in threes, top ten in scoring, and the number one minute player in Illinois history. So like he'll be able to say, I played more basketball for Illinois than any other person right. ever. Obviously with COVID – that fifth year complicates that number, that that award, I guess, that accolade. But he's bled what it meant to be in the line. Agreed, agreed. But I have a hard time saying that Malcolm Hill didn't. True. And I, I've always and it's thought, been fun watching him and Io on the Bulls. It That's is. Been it's cool. very cool. And, and I've been a bit at, big advocate. Yeah, we've me. had him on the show. Yeah. He, I mean, he's a uh, we'll call him a friend of the pod. Yeah. There we and go. and uh, <laughs> we were big fans of him. I, I think you said before Io, he was your favorite player. Yeah, he was certainly. And um. I will say this. I'm a big advocate. I think he should be up there. If he's up there, so is Trent. But I, I think it goes to show you how difficult it is to be up there. Yeah, which then goes to show you how truly incredible Io was and Kofi and is. Kofi. Kofi's already in. Second team All-American is in, in the writing for yeah, whether and, or not and he he's gonna so just he's in. boost his resume this year, most likely with first team All-American, potential Big Ten Player of the Year, National Player Play of the Year. year. Right. So... We'll definitely keep an eye on that. Him and Andre Curbelo and the rest of the Illini will be in action against Maryland Friday night. We'll be back after that to recap that one and preview next week's games against Michigan State, which should certainly be a big one. But for now, thank you guys for listening to Oski Talk for Patrick. I'm Anthony, ILL. I and I.